Welcome to the We Love Arabian Horses podcast, where every week we bring you an interview from someone who loves these horses, from historians and breeders to insiders and professionals, all brought to you by those who love the Arabian horse. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. This is Paul Costa with the We Love Arabian Horses podcast. We're thrilled today to have two guests with us, starting with Jim Porsche. Jim is the chairman of the Arabian Sport Horse National Show Commission, and he's our third time to talk about the Sport Horse Show. Hello, Jim. Hello, Paul. And then we've got Cricket Gates, a member of the show commission. Cricket's going to talk to us about some of the aspects of the show as well. Hello, Cricket. Hi, Paul. We're thrilled to have both of you guys here. Jim, why don't we start with you? Give us a little bit of a history of the show and then lead into the dates this year. There's a big history here with the show, and it's been so successful. Just give us a little background. Okay, I'd be happy to, Paul. Uh, this is our 21st annual Arabian Sport Horse Nationals. We're going to be at the prestigious World Equestrian Center in Wilmington, Ohio. The wet stands is a paragon of excellence in equine facilities tailored precisely for equestrian sporting events. Well, that's a beautiful facility. And how long have y'all been at that facility? This is our third year there, and we will be there for the next three years as well. We signed a three-year contract starting in 2024. Well, that's awesome. So, Jim, let's start with the overview of the show, a little history of it. It's such a spectacular show. I'd be happy to, Paul. This is our 21st annual show. We have the distinction of being the sole single breed sport horse competition in the nation. This year, our ranks boast a participation of over 500 horses. We average 4.68 classes per horse. And we are pleased with that number because it shows that people are advancing out and showing not just in, say, dressage or just a hunter, just a sport horse in hand, but they're actually participating in the full range of the sport horse concept, which is dressage and hunter jumper, sport horse in hand, sport horse under saddle, western dressage, carriage drive. So there's six divisions at this one show. Correct. So Jim, tell us about these six divisions. That's pretty impressive. And I don't know that everybody really realizes that there's six major divisions all with this one show. So when the founding members of the original Sport Horse Commission got together and had this idea that we would all of these divisions in one show, it allowed them to expand the number of classes they could offer because U.S. Nationals simply did not have any more room. The divisions that they felt were sport horse would fall under that umbrella were dressage, the hunter-jumper, carriage, and then, of course, they created the sport horse in hand and the sport horse under saddle. So those are the divisions that we put together here for this show. That's fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit about the number of classes and the types of classes that you've added for this year. So this year, we're going to have the beginner novice combined training national championship for the first time. We've been offering that as an exhibition class it's in the eventing world, actually, and so we're bringing the eventing. We tried it early on. The eventing rules have changed a little bit, and they've allowed us to not have to incorporate across country, so we just do the stadium jumping and the dressage. It was very popular right from the beginning, and so this year it will move into national champion status. We also have the new Optimum Time Jumper, which is a 0.65 meter exhibition class. We have the Greer School Hunter Derby and the 15,000 Arabian Breeders Sweepstakes Hunter Derby. Those are both going to be on Saturday. We're really excited about the fact that being at WEC, they have actual derby fences, 
We've never been anywhere before that had derby fences, and these are a little more unique in that they try to replicate fences that horses would see out in the field. And mm-hmm. it's really exciting. They're fun, and they're more fences than in a regular working hunter class. So those are going to be on Saturday. We're debuting a new carriage driving class, which is the Double Jeopardy. Mm. We've added some Western dressage classes, and we have taken the dressage third level. The ATR is going to be split between the Arabian Angler, which has been a request for many years, and we finally have the numbers to do that. That's great. Well, let's shift hats a little bit. And Cricket, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Sport Horse Arena and what's going on there? Paul, we are going to have a busy week in the sanctuary. We're going to start each day with Sport Horse and Hands, and we have everything from yearlings all the way up through our older horses. Um, our yearlings are the sweepstakes program. We also have the three-year-old jackpot returning for the three-year-old. And we're going to finish our afternoons with those in hand and move into the evening sessions, which is going to be an array of under saddles. And even some of the carriage classes will make their way into the sanctuary. So I've not been to this facility. Tell us a little about the sanctuary. I've heard it's very special. It's a beautiful place to show horses. You couldn't ask for better footing. It allows great seating for the spectators. It makes it convenient for exhibitors to enter the warm-up and enter the paddock. There's an attached paddock. And, of course, you cannot go by the uh, warm-up unless you go through the Starbucks ride-through to get your cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> I've seen that pictures of that. That's hilarious. Everybody's first time there. they got to do the Starbucks ride-through, you know? Yeah, that's fantastic. So, Cricket, any other aspects of the show that you'd like to comment on? I know it's a really big event, and it's so important in the Arabian community as a growing discipline. Do you have any thoughts about sport horse? or the show itself? I think the one thing that I've noticed this year probably more than the past couple of years is, and I am not a dressage person, but it seems that our dressage horses are moving up the ranks. They're moving up the levels, which is very encouraging. We kind of sometimes think that Some horses get stuck at a level and never go anywhere, but those class sizes for the higher levels are getting bigger, which is always positive. And I think the important thing about this show is it exposes our horses to the outside world. We have open trainers from the open dressage world, the open hunter world who come, exhibit, see Arabians and see what they can do. And I think we're we're gaining some new fans, which is always huge. Well, that's fantastic. And both the dressage and then the sport horse, both under saddle and in hand are, are huge divisions of this important show. So thank you for expanding on that. So Cricket, tell us a little bit about this open card concept, because I don't think a lot of people understand what that means. It's a very important part of the way the show operates. Because our exhibitors at their horses show in so many different rings. The open card concept is give the sport horse and hand exhibitors a block of time. You need to come show your horse in that block of time without any other order. So you show up when it's convenient to you, show your horse, depending on the class size, we'll give you anywhere from two to three hours if it's a big class, maybe 30 minutes if it's a small class, but because we have so much going on, we need you to show up at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock for this class, so we're going to give you a window. And as long as you show your horse within your window, you're good. So what happens if everyone showed up within the last five minutes? We've been telling them on the forum, you must show within your block of time. Jim, what about yourself? Uh, I know you want to thank some people, and the staff of AHA has been very involved in organizing this event, and any thoughts that you have in terms of the future and what it's going to behold? 
Well, of course, you know, I couldn't work with a better commission. We've become friends over the years, and it's just such a cohesive team effort, and everyone is really dedicated to the Arabian Sport Horse. So that part has been really fun for me. From AHA staff, Lindsay Phipps is our Arabian Horse Association Director of National Events, and she has really put together an outstanding staff. It's limited. It's not as big as it used to be, but no one would ever notice that any parts are missing because they're doing a wonderful job. I also like the energy and the ideas that are coming forward with this group of people. I think that they are in touch with the social media and marketing in a way that has been lacking for our organization. So they're kind of parallel in in a lot of ways, similar things that We Love Arabian Horses is doing. And so it's always positive when you see these moves in the right direction. And of course, we could not operate without Marlene Craigbond. I mean, she is the glue that holds the whole thing together. Her contributions to the show has just been outstanding, and her depth of knowledge serves as a cohesive force behind the event. Well, just for those who don't know, she is your show secretary, correct? Correct. I think Marlene has been with this show from day one. Now, I could be wrong about that. Well, Marlene's with all of the national shows, and so certainly this one she would have been with from day one. Our show, yes, she has. So, Jim, why don't you give us a little overview on the future of the Fort Norris division and where it's going with the breed and any other thoughts you have. You've been with this a long time, and you probably have some overview points. Well, I think, Paul, the most exciting thing for me when I saw the numbers of our horses that were entered this year is that we have 97 junior horses entered in the junior horse sport horse under saddle that's really exciting we also have 50 in our yearling class the quality of our yearling horses are just phenomenal they could go and compete at Devon. They could go and compete anywhere in the country. And so these open trainers are seeing these horses. Um, last year, our hunter-jumper judges were very complimentary of the horses that we were presenting to them, and they said that they could take a lot of those horses and go to the open world. And that has always been our goal, to be able to move back and forth amongst the open world. And I'm so excited about what our breeders have done, and they rose to the challenge to really produce some outstanding young horses. And of course, those are going to fill the rank as we move forward in the future. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's a very impressive number. So Jim, if anyone wanted to reach out to you or the show commission, what's the best email address for them to reach you? So my email is jsporch at comcast.net. So Cricket, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how do they reach you via email? Cricket, C-R-I-C-K-E-T-J-G-A-T-E-S at Gmail. Well, thank you guys, both of you, for being here. And Jim, thank you for being the chairman of this important show commission and for being on our podcast to talk about the events coming up with the show this year. Well, Paul, thank you for asking us. And anytime that we can talk about sport horses, we're happy to do it. This is Austin, director of the We Love Arabian Horses podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, make sure you click subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Comments, questions, guest ideas? Feel free to send me an email at austin at welovearabianhorses.com or just use the contact button on our website.
at welovearabianhorses.com. 